What's querying an agent anyway? Do you just send a message and say, you want to represent my book? Is that all there is to it? Hi, I'm Emily Berggren, author of the middle grade adventure novel, Memory Lane Was Moved, and I will be answering these questions and others on this podcast right now. Here are the answers to the questions I just mentioned. The first answer is, it's sending a letter. The second answer is, no. The third answer is, no. If you got any of these answers wrong, you failed. Just kidding. You all passed because it wasn't really a test. On the topic of querying agents, I'm going to just boil down what that really means. On a basic level, you cook up a zinger of a query letter, add your contact details so the agent knows how to reach you, and send it off. But that's extremely basic. So I'm going to just dive into the details. First, finding the agent. It's pretty easy to do a quick agent search, but just because the agent represents your genre doesn't mean that that agent is the right agent for you. Really research the people you're querying. Would you feel comfortable working with them? What books have they represented in the past? If you're not comfortable with something that these agents say on their profiles, don't query them. If the agency they work for is screaming scam, don't query them. And if you've read my book, you know all about scams, right? It can be overwhelming when you see those huge lists of agents. Or if you're beginning the querying process, it can be exciting. Look at all these names listed. One of these people has to like my book. Yeah, no, you gotta research them. Figure out what they are looking for. Let's say you build up a massive list of agents that you wanna query. You've checked into them and you feel confident that each one of them might be the literary agent for you. It's actually kind of like a job interview, except you're the boss and you have to find the employee applicants rather than them coming to you. The way I go about querying agents is I keep a document which I call list of agents. Then I keep track of most of the agents I query on there. What you want to do is put the date that you queried them on, write down their typical response time, then note whether they accept nudges, and nudges are just reminders to agents about your query. I also keep a form query letter that I've written up for the specific book I'm querying. I paste the letter into the body of my email, then go about personalizing it with the agent's name and such. Here are four tips to make your queries four times better. Number one, personalize your query. Agents get so many query letters. Something has to draw them to your letter specifically. You have to show them that you're not just sending them a form letter. Don't get me wrong. Use your form outline that you've already filled out. But again, you have to personalize it. An easy way to do this is to say something like, I read on this website that you're actively looking for middle grade novels set in the 1800s. So I thought that my book might be of interest to you. This shows the agents you've actually done research on them, not just grabbed their names off of a list. Number two, make sure you spell the agent's name right. It sounds obvious, but there are some names out there where just glancing at it and then writing it from memory is dangerous. Remember, the first phrase in your letter will have the agent's name in it, and if the first thing the agent sees is his or her name spelled wrong, that can be a huge turnoff. On the subject of names, don't just write, dear agent. This shows how little work you put into your query letter. Personalizing is key. And finally, number four, think of it as a job interview. You are asking the agent to work with you. Include your most impressive past publications and experience in your query letter. If you don't have any, try to think of something that would be helpful to the agent. For example, do you have a large online following that can help spread the word about your book? If so, put that in there. Thanks so much for listening. 
if you enjoyed this podcast, that is wonderful. I have a little assignment for you. I just released the sequel to my book from last year. And if you know of someone who loves secret agent, adventure, middle grade books, then if you spread the word to them, you will get a million dollars. The million dollars are actually invisible and fake, and you can't use them monetarily, but hey, free stuff. Here's a little trailer from my book. Cue the music. When Travis, an 11-year-old with amnesia, recognizes a man from the park, he's faced with an urgent decision. The man introduces himself as Fletcher, one of Travis's oldest friends, and reveals some exciting news. Travis's parents have been spotted nearby. All Travis has to do is help Fletcher formulate a plan to coax them out of hiding and they will be reunited. However, Lewis, a 14-year-old guitar player, is insistent that Fletcher is not who he says he is. Up against the choice between which friend to side with, Travis is distracted with his desperate desire to see his parents again. The parents he doesn't even remember. And that's my book. It's available on Amazon right now. As a self-published author, I have to do my own marketing. So if you're a new fan, I would love it if you would subscribe to my mailing list on my website. At this point, I would definitely notice in my mailing list stats whether or not you subscribe. You just have to go to emilybergrenbooks.wordpress.com and then you'll find the mailing list sign up. Listen again next Monday when I'll help you self-publish your first book on Amazon.